really uh, tucked in here. <laughs> We're getting cozy today. Nice and, nice and tight in here. Welcome to episode 10. 10. That's 10. crazy. I can't believe it. Your dreams are coming true. I know. We're officially podcaster influencers. <laughs> I'm loving this life. Introduce us. Okay. And we said we weren't going to look. Oh, okay. I'm ready. But I am. I'm going to have to look. <laughs> Welcome to episode 10. 10. 10 of Please Remove Your Shoes. I'm Brenna. And I'm Danielle. We're local real estate agents and super cool super hoes outside of Asheville, North Carolina. Here to unpack all the juicy, funny, and fear-inducing horror stories that your little heart can take so sit back relax and please remove, remove your shoes <laughs> oh, i forgot i literally go i got all my parts in my <laughs> no, head and then i was like oh, I okay let's do it again. only like the literal most important part so sit back relax and, and please, please remove, remove your, your shoes, shoes. <laughs> please remove them do it look at the sign i'm so excited about that sign it's cute i saw it and i was like <gasps> Where'd you get it? Hobby Lobby? Hobby Lobby. We have a sign up. Literally says, please remove your shoes. Thank you. Could not be more on brand if you tried. <laughs> so we like to start every episode off with R squared, which stands for raw and real, where we get raw and real with you guys and answer deep emotional questions. <laughs> okay, go. Today I have a would you rather. Okay. So this one's pretty heavy. So are you All right, ready? I'm going to close my eyes so I can okay. really like look within. Would you rather know the date of your death or the cause of your death, but you don't know when it's going to happen? The date of my death. The date? Yeah. I've thought about this because- You would. See, this is yeah. I'm like, she already knows. Yeah. No, I've like, I haven't seen that question, but I have thought about that. If you could know the day you were going to die, would you want to know? I don't think I would. And I see both sides because it's like, then you would be in the back of your mind all the time. Yeah. But if I know this is my hard stop, I'm going to do everything I can in mm -hmm. between then. You know what I mean? But it's like, that could be tomorrow. So shouldn't you just live every day if it's Yeah, you should live like you were dying. I actually almost 24-7 have the weight of knowing that I'm going to die one day. <laughs> I live with that every day. So I, I don't think it would change much for me. So when I first read the question, I was thinking I'd rather know how I die. But then now I'm thinking about it as we talk through it. And I'm like, what if you're skiing? I love to ski. And we sometimes try and ski every year. And so you never. Every year I'm like, is this the trip I die on? Or what if you just never ski again and you're like, I'm immortal. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Okay, I didn't think about that. See, this is really deep. I don't like either one. Yeah. But I guess I would choose the date if I had to choose something. We really should live like we know the day we're going to die. We really should we're live like we were dying. Live like you're dying, as Tim McGraw will say. Yeah, Tim McGraw. Oh, how'd it ride? I do love Tim. I love Timmy me. Timmy me. <laughs> it hit me. I'm ready. Oh, I forgot it. Okay. It must not be a good one. No, it is a good one. If you could commit any crime Ooh. and get away with it, what would you choose and why? I probably would steal just a ton of money. <laughs> I would like do, a bank heist. I would rather bank. Yeah. 100%. But not a bank. It's got to be something big time. Like yeah. Like the Kaleidoscope show. A vault that has crazy amounts of money. Not just like truest down the road. Yeah. I would take money from super rich people because then I wouldn't feel bad about it. <laughs> I'd be like, you have so much money. I don't even care. I'm not going to kill anybody. People. I don't think I would. <laughs> I know you might. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't kill anyone, but I would maybe harass someone or something and get away with it. I don't know. I can't really think of anything else. Let's think. What crimes even are there? There's murder, theft, domestic violence. <laughs> I know. I don't need that. <laughs> Squatting. 
I would squat in like a mansion. <laughs> yeah. Squatting might be a good one. But then if you just steal money, you could buy your own home. Bank robbing or like money like robbing. Everyone's going to yeah. choose that. That's the clear choice. Yeah. Or like stealing a plane or something. <laughs> That'd be really and fun. And then you just have a plane for the rest of your life. Yeah. But if you don't have any money, you can't afford to use it. Because the gas. Yeah. Okay, so it just comes down to theft. It comes down to money. Yeah. <laughs> theft of money. Theft of money. <laughs> All right. Don't touch your mm. boils. I'm covered in boils. <laughs> Brenna has poison ivy horribly the same exact way she had it at the same exact time last, last year. It, how is that even possible? I don't know. I, think I don't get it. It's like your hot girl summer tradition. Well, and you know what's also weird is last year I had COVID like the same week that I had it this year. That is so weird. It is. I'm You're like, a creature happening? of habit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> poison ivy, COVID, COVID, all the bad things are oh, like no. habits. You what? better be trying not to have a baby. That's all I have to say. <laughs> We got a little bit of time if we're following a pattern here. Well, don't. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we don't worry about that. Unless you want to. And then I support it. So we've got three stories. Yeah, mm-hmm. one of our own and then the two. This one that's our own is a prelude. So the first episode we told the please remove your shoes story and how that came about. So this incident. Incident? Yeah. This story is a prelude to that. So if you haven't heard that one. You gotta listen to episode one. Yeah, go back to our very first episode. And you're also probably confused like why this podcast is even called this. So if you haven't heard episode yeah. one, you need to go watch it. I mean, listen to it and then come back <laughs> and listen and listen to this. Are we going to say the name of the property? I was just going to say it. A house. Okay. Our, one of our houses. Sorry, not our house. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer. Another, wait, and that's another story. Oh my gosh. The whole <laughs> social media. Can we tell that? Harassing. We'll tell that next week. Okay. Okay. Next week, there's going to be some harassment. So stay tuned. <laughs> we, we have been harassed. <laughs> Okay. On multiple platforms. (laughs) This story starts when we got an inquiry from a group of women. She was booking like a girl's trip with her family. Yeah, like aunts and sisters. and It was all the family. It was eight girls because someone close to them had passed away and they were like all trying to get together and... Like celebrate her life and hang out. And hang out, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We accepted their inquiry and we wanted to make it really special for them. So we baked cookies. Oh, we we wrote a card. That's why I remember. We wrote a card saying something sweet because... we hope they find togetherness. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. You know. Yes, you're right. That's now I remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we like wrote them a card, baked them cookies because we really wanted them to be able to connect and just chill, grieve, do whatever they mm-hmm. need to do. What are you laughing at? I'm laughing because now I'm like knowing that and then thinking about the story. I'm like, oh, this I know. Is, like awful. I felt so yeah. bad. What are you gonna do? It wasn't our fault. It's not. A- <laughs> You just went to like from like Jersey to England so quick. What are you gonna do? It's not our fault. <laughs> what are you gonna do? You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> um, I wish I could do accents better. I would do them all the time. What accent is your best? Do you think? Probably British. Do it. No. <laughs> That's pretty gotcha. good. Yeah. Gotcha. You weren't <laughs> expecting that. I thought you were British for a second. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Back to the story. Yep. Bake them cookies, whatever. And they were hiking all day and then they were going to check into the house around, I think, five. It was like mm-hmm. early evening. Get ready and like go out to dinner. I yeah. Think was their plan. Yeah. So they were going to come to the house, shower, mm-hmm. go eat. They get to the house and everything's good. And then they we get a message. <laughs> <laughs> we get a message. The dreaded message that none of the water in the house is working. Anywhere. Anywhere in the house. Toilets, showers. And we had just had a stay 
before this and the water was fine. And mm -hmm. the cleaner cleaned the house and the water was fine. Mm -hmm. So I have speculation that someone was sabotaging the Airbnb, but... Another we, story for another day. We can get into that later. Yeah. I think the water worked for just a tiny bit. And then I remember them saying one woman got in the shower and was oh, soaked yeah. up and like showering and then the water cut off. Yeah. <laughs> while she was literally showering. How horrible is that? Oops. Someone cut it off. I don't know. They would have seen someone. Does it have to be from the inside that you cut it off? I think it would have to be from like the basement to be determined. Yeah. I have my... We're going to open an investigation. Yeah. We're hiring an investigator. <laughs> AKA me on social media. <laughs> she messages us. Yeah. She messages us. And then it starts torrentially downpouring. When it rains here... Yeah. It's... Tsunami. Yeah. It's like a no. tsunami. Tsunami is a wave. We have like... <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's a lot of rain and it floods and it's just craziness when it rains here. Um, well, so we were trying to keep them there and yeah. be like, hey, so sorry, we're on our way. We're going to get this fixed, blah, blah, blah. We had like got in touch with the owners. She was just like, you know what? No, we're going to leave. Like yeah. she didn't want to wait, which is understandable. Yeah. She was just over it. I think yeah. everyone was sweaty from yeah. their hike and tired. It had been a long day and they just wanted to go somewhere else. And I get that. Yeah. I would probably be feeling the same way. Mm -hmm. So we were like, well, let's brainstorm. We were thinking and we were like, well, we have this other unit that it could almost sleep all of them yeah i think it slept six mm -hmm. and they had eight but we could bring an air mattress and let them stay there and the unit itself is like a huge upgrade from yeah. the house they were a looking lot for so we would honor that price and just move them to another unit we gave her that option yeah we gave her that option they ended up saying that they wanted to do that so and i think we sent her the listing so she could like see the space and that's probably what kind of convinced her like yeah let's go there yeah and it's like right downtown yeah. And yeah so then danielle goes to the new place and i go to walmart and it's still pouring rain to buy an air mattress. Gosh. So, <laughs> so bad. I, and so then from Walmart, I go to the new place. I'm just drenched. Yeah. Like I was just soaked. Everyone then, was soaking wet. Yeah. And then you were like trying to shuttle them from their cars <laughs> to the entrance with like an umbrella. Yeah, I had an umbrella. I was like walking back and forth to bring each and person And it was in. awkward because like when we went into the new place, you could tell they were like upset. Yeah. And rightfully so, but it was just awkward. Like we were trying to just do whatever yeah. we could to remedy it. Yeah. But I think once they actually got in and saw it, it started to get a little bit less awkward and she ended up leaving us two reviews on the first house that had no water and she gave us five stars yeah and then the second place was also five stars she left five stars even though there wasn't any water because of the way we were able to handle it yeah i think we can get into the takeaways now because i feel like the story is takeaways takeaway time <laughs> story's done <laughs> over it's time for a takeaway okay um, so what's your takeaways so i feel like this is always a takeaway but communication mm -hmm. is so freaking important if we had hesitated at all a we would have lost the booking probably got a terrible review terrible review you have to be super on call right which is actually a really hard part about this business yeah. you never really are on break yeah <laughs> like you'll get calls late at night that is something to know if you're like thinking about hosting you're always on call yeah you are a slave to your phone yep yeah. That's a good way of putting yeah. it. <laughs> but you can kind of offset that by making sure the listing is really thorough and avoiding questions and issues as much as you can. But you're always going to have some here and there where like something like this happens or someone didn't read the check-in instructions, which happens a lot. A lot. Mm -hmm. But it's easier if you have two people. Partner in crime. Partner? <laughs> Howdy, partner? A brunette and a blonde. I, can do, I can do a southern accent pretty well, <laughs> yeah, you, too. Yeah, you actually can. <laughs> the Hobby Lobby vid. Welcome to our coffee, sipping Jesus, loving home, sweet home. <laughs> 
<laughs> be our guest, but don't expect much. <laughs> So that was the first story. Oh, well, we didn't tell how this tied into the freezing oh, of your shoes. This whole water fiasco, obviously, like, we lost the booking at this one house, which is the same house that the Please Remove Your Shoes story is. Came from. We lost the booking. They go to the other place. The family members that were mentioned in the previous Please Remove Your Shoes story mm-hmm. come to this house. They apparently find out that somehow the water was just turned off. Supposedly, it's underneath one of the sinks. Yeah. So they thought that either the cleaner turned it off. Yeah. Yeah. While she was cleaning. And I'm like, how does that make any sense? Because she can't clean the house without any water. Or that the guest had turned it off. What guest is going to go under the sink, turn off the valve, and then call us and say the water doesn't work? Yeah. And so then that's when we heard them talking on the cameras. Yeah. About us and the cleaners. Saying how stupid can they be that the water was just turned off. Yeah. Like, it just didn't make any sense. There's so much I want to say. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but we just can't. There's so much <laughs> that could be said, but we take the high road. Take the high road and <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that song? No, but I don't want to know it. <laughs> we'll be scrolling in the morning. Excuse me? Edit that out. It's- I won't. <laughs> Please. Actually, I'm going to put music to it. <laughs> And emphasize it. Oh, so. no. You're welcome. Great. Did you ever watch Awkward? That one girl, remember. she was always like, you're welcome. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> okay, so that's story number one. Oh, the camera's gonna die. We're no. not gonna make it. Do you want me to read the story number two? Sure. So this was just a story that came up on my news page on Google or something. It's titled, Strangers Kept Arriving at an LA Man's Home Thinking It Was Their Airbnb. The company left him hanging for more than a year. Rude. So annoying. The company has an Airbnb. Yeah, what do you think? No. Clarifying. (laughs) (laughs) We will leave that for another episode too. Airbnb's like support. Support. Like the phone call I had yesterday. I don't feel supported. In February, Jack Killian traveled from Chicago to Los Angeles to film a music video for a rapper. For the trip, he rented an Airbnb for three nights in West Hollywood from a host appropriately named Hollywood Home. Killian arrived in LA, picked up his rental car, and navigated to the address listed on the Airbnb's property's profile. So this is like in their listing. That address was the home of Jeff Halkovich, who told Insider he was headed into his apartment with his dog Buttercup when he spotted Killian and two others in the driveway looking lost. Killian was confused. The address matched the Airbnb listing, but the exterior photos didn't. He wasn't the first to find himself in this situation. Starting in April 2022, Halkovich said... Strangers would arrive at his apartment complex three to four times a week looking for an Airbnb that wasn't there. It is a steady thing that happens, Halkovich told Insider in February. I will see someone just standing in the driveway with luggage, scrolling through their phone, trying to figure out what's going on. At this point, I'll just ask, are you looking for an Airbnb? And the answer 100% of the time is yes. Killian checked Airbnb and realized he had missed a message from the host, which included the Airbnb's actual address a mile away. Halkovich told Killian that he had been scammed. For nearly a year, Palkovich and the other residents of his apartment complex were caught in the middle of a bait and switch on Airbnb in which a host provides one address in the listing and then notifies the guest at the last minute that the listing is actually somewhere else. If the guest misses the message, they can end up at a stranger's home. People don't check their stuff, you know, like up until the last minute sometimes. So the Airbnb does exist. It's just in a different location. Yeah. So they just put another address and different photos and stuff. That is so weird. Killian's said the switch didn't ruin his stay. Aside from the wrong location, the rest of the property was accurately portrayed in the listing. But two other guests who had a last minute address change from Hollywood Home told Insider it ruined their trip to LA. Hollywood Home did not respond to a request for comment. 
of course. It was worse for Palkovich and his neighbors. After the stream of misguided guests began arriving, it took them more than a year to get Airbnb to address the issue, which it did only after inquiries from an insider report. They would have probably never done anything about it. How? That's like a huge problem. Yeah. How do you just ignore that? I don't know. Palkovich and his family live in one of the eight units that form a complex in West Hollywood. Hollywood Home had been using the complex's address for more than one of its 29 listings on Airbnb. Palkovich said he and his neighbors had all dealt with strangers arriving at their properties. 29? Yeah, more than one of its 29 listings. So if they've got like five or six with this one address. I'm going to try to find them and I'm going to message them and we're going to expose them and we're going to Airbnb bust them right here. Busted! Airbnb busted! <laughs> Palkovich said he and his neighbors had all dealt with strangers arriving at their properties. A lot of times I'm going to get in my car to pull out of my driveway and we're blocked in because there's a van full of people looking for their Airbnb. So this is still happening? I think now it's been settled. Let's see. Residents started a group chat where neighbors would warn one another when Airbnb guests were at the complex. Most of the guests were understanding when he explained what was going on, he said, but a few people yelled at him, accusing him of involvement in the false listing. Because of concerns about Airbnb's effect on the availability of rental housing, many cities, including LA, have placed restrictions on short-term rentals. To circumvent those restrictions, some hosts use addresses outside the city's borders said Allison Kirst, a policy analyst. She told Insider that's likely what Hollywood Home was doing by using Palkovich's address in West Hollywood. He's trying to... Avoid the permitting. Yep. I guess there's a lot of like bait and switch stuff happening in LA because of that. Yeah. So what's the conclusion? Instead of taking down the listings, Airbnb asked Palkovich to write to the host himself. What? First, reached out to Airbnb to report the listings last April. The company responded by asking him to write out his complaint in a letter, which it would share with the host. Halkovich was concerned about that as he didn't want the host to have his personal information. He reached out to LA County Sheriff's Department and the LA Police Department to see what action he could take. Both departments advised him not to write the letter, agreeing that he was right to be concerned about sharing his personal info with a stranger. Yeah, because like, think about that. If you are writing a letter trying to shut someone's business down. Yeah, they're going to retaliate. Yeah. Palkovich said the sheriff's department told him that the case couldn't be considered identity theft since the host wasn't using Palkovich's or his neighbor's name. It also told him he couldn't file a harassment complaint against the host since it was technically the guests who were harassing him. So really there's not much he can do in this situation, which is crazy. Horrible. It seems like there aren't laws written to do anything about this yet, Palkovich said, and that's where I'm stuck. When Insider first viewed Hollywood Homes' Airbnb profile in January, it had 29 properties listed. 44 of its 358 reviews dating back to June mentioned an incorrect address. Wow, this is a long article, sorry. No, it's good. After being contacted by Insider about the host and the properties, an Airbnb representative told Insider an investigation had been conducted and all 29 listings were removed from the site. Okay. Interesting. Insider confirmed that they were no longer viewable. Kirst, which is that LA woman, and her team argue that Airbnb should be picking up and investigating suspicious listings faster. In almost every instance of a bait and switch that we've seen so far, there's been at least one review that said we had to drive somewhere else because it wasn't at the address that Airbnb provided to us. The host told us to go somewhere else. In those cases, we think that this has to be something that Airbnb, other platforms, or the city planning department should be able to catch. 
Airbnb does need to mm. do a little bit better with its address verification, I think. This just shows you can type anything you want. Yeah, there's no accountability. I wonder if this is going on in Asheville since Asheville has such like strict laws and permits. I wouldn't be surprised. Anyway, that's it. That's wild. What's the takeaway? I don't know. <laughs> it's not worth it to lie to try to get away with it. No. Because you're just going to get shut down. Yeah, and you're going to have unhappy guests. Yeah. It's just not a good idea. If you are even considering doing that, then yeah. this is not for, for you. you. <laughs> yeah, just choose something else. Yeah, that's really wild. That would be so annoying. Just imagine like people showing up to your house three or four times a week. And the fact that that was such an Airbnb response. You need to send them a letter. You write them a letter. No. How about you write them a letter? Yeah. Because just take, literally... their, take their listings down. Yeah. They're saying something that's not true. It would take two seconds for Airbnb to go in on their back end yeah. and see and that just, the address is yeah. wrong. Well, and also I've heard on some of the Facebook pages we're a part of, like sometimes people's listings just get taken down and they don't even know why. Yeah. So if they can do that to people that there's no reason to take down their listing, but they're letting these other ones Well, I can tell go. you why. Because they had 29 listings, even though they have like millions and millions, but oh, there she goes. didn't even make it to story number three. The story was long. Even if, not for what I was going to say. <laughs> It just flew right out my head. You remember the first two words? <laughs> even if. <laughs> you just keep saying, even if. Maybe it'll come back to me if I just keep just saying keep that over saying. and over. Even if, even if. My thought is dead. Even if. <laughs> <laughs> I have no other words. I'm done. Come on in. Come on in. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Story number three. Story number three. And most people probably know this story because yeah. it was national news. Yeah, this is a big story. This seriously is a really sad story. If you don't want to hear about something bad happening to a child, then don't listen to it. This is in Miami. And it says, The family of a toddler who died in 2021 after coming in contact with a lethal drug fentanyl while staying in an Airbnb rental home in Palm Beach County has filed a lawsuit against the company, Airbnb. The family of the child who was 19 months old at the time of her death claims the short-term rental company failed to sanitize the property in Wellington where they stayed. She was the youngest of five children. She was with her family on vacation in summer of 2021 at the home when her mother took a nap. When her mother woke up an hour later, she found the daughter not breathing and blue in the face, Aww. according to police. The child was pronounced dead at an area hospital. Their baby girl was killed as a result of ingesting fentanyl at an Airbnb. It's one of the most hurtful, awful things I've ever come across, their attorney said. The lawsuit claims the home was not properly sanitized, adding Airbnb also possessed actual or constructive knowledge that the cleaning procedures it advertised and promotes for its rentals are insufficient to decontaminate a rental from fatal fentanyl. In reality, these places are used as party houses. A family should feel safe and secure anytime they're in any sort of lodging. Airbnb promotes their safe, secure, sanitary for families and children. One of the men listed as defendants in the lawsuit, who Palm Beach County Sheriff's detective said was listed on the rental, admitted that cocaine had been used at the home. He later added there was no fentanyl in the residence. How would you know that? People yeah. put fentanyl and cocaine all the time. You would have no idea. I read another story that was more detailed on this, and it said that there was a party prior to this family staying. Mm -hmm. They knew there was a party. Mm -hmm. So that's how they probably knew that there was cocaine being used. There's no way he would know unless he literally like tested everything there that there was no fentanyl. Well, I don't know a lot about drugs. How, I'm also trying, I have so many thoughts. Let's say a party was thrown at one of our houses. How do you know the homes get cleaned, but like, I don't know if you can sanitize something from drugs. You know what I mean? Like, how are we going to know where drugs were used? Yeah. It actually is like freaking me out. No, it's scary because you can't, 
know. Like you can't know every single thing a guest does. Well, and didn't it say that she ingested it? Yeah. So I so, think it must have been on the floor or something. And so maybe like something she was eating or playing with. Well, I saw a video the other day on YouTube. A cop got a baggie off of this guy. Mm -hmm. Like she was searching him. She found a baggie and she just opened it. Mm -hmm. She didn't touch it. She had gloves on. She didn't sniff it. She just opened it, mm -hmm. realized it could have been fentanyl. And then closed it and she overdosed what? just from opening it. Yeah. So imagine a baby. Right. Anywhere. If it's like on the carpet or yeah. something. If it's anywhere in your environment and you're a baby, it would affect you. So. Yeah. Because now my head's like takeaways for this. Like there's ways to try and avoid this. Yeah. Parties are not allowed at any Airbnb home. Mm -hmm. Like you're not supposed to have parties. But you can avoid that by asking questions on the front end that would scare off someone that is wanting to have a party. Have a camera on your front door or something have a camera noise detectors mm -hmm. where if it gets above a certain level you're notified yeah if some situation like this happened i think what i would do if there was a family coming after i would let them know that there was a party and that we've cleaned up to our usual standards mm -hmm. but if you're not comfortable coming to stay then that's totally fine mm -hmm. because you really never know yeah it makes me like so nervous. I know. I know there's not parties happening, but yeah. still. Even if there's not parties, people do drugs. You don't know what people are doing in your house. And so it's really important. Well, what's kind of hard, and I'm not sticking up for Airbnb, but that's on the host. Yeah. That's not Airbnb. They don't have access to every house. And yeah. they don't have like a cleaning company you have to use or anything. So how can they promise that? Airbnb is not liable. Liable for, for the cleaning procedure. But I yeah. guess because they advertise, you know, they're coming back after them. Yeah. But in the end, it's the host's problem. Yeah. Oh, it's just messy. Yeah. A lot of people have heard this one, like you said, but I think it's really important to consider when you think about hosting an Airbnb or mm -hmm. having a short-term rental because you really do have to cover yourself. Mm -hmm. You have to think about the worst case scenario. Yeah. And like hopefully it never happens, but... Have insurance. Yeah. And just be upfront with people. Because to be honest, if I hadn't heard this story, I don't know if there was a party and we had it cleaned, if I would think to tell the next people mm -hmm. if they have young children mm -hmm. but now that i've seen this like obviously i yeah i would oh, we can talk about it after just inquiry, it's, right? it's, it's um <laughs> no, well it's it's our neighbor and i guess his place is full he's asking if ours is available to have someone oh is it i think so cool <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Rod. Huh. I, think it's, I don't know if that's his name. Preach. Well, that was a sad way to end the pod. Yeah. Sorry to end story number 10 on such a terrible story note. Story number 10. I mean... <laughs> episode number 10. Episode number 10. But I think it's important that yeah. people hear that. Thanks for... Are we going to do a giveaway or something? I think we should. We want to do a giveaway to celebrate episode 10. And promote the pod. And promote the potty. Follow us on Instagram, Hometown Hideaways, and see. Because we're going to be doing something that we don't know yet. But we'll let you know when we <laughs> It'll know. be good. It'll be good when we Whatever figure it, it out. Is. Yeah. Thank you so much. You guys are the best. Okay, bye. bye. With these complaining in the morning. Excuse me? Edit that out.